Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play. This show is brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash Elder Scrolls Lorecast. Scrolls Lorecast, a place where the Elder Scrolls community can come together to discuss the boundaries of our knowledge about the universe of the Elder Scrolls. Welcome back, adventurers, to the snowy north side of the continents. We're going back to Skyrim again to finish up our conversation about the main story of Skyrim, the Elder Scrolls V. Yes. I am your host. Celebration hasn't ended. The celebration hasn't ended. It's just going to keep on going. This is a party, a snow party, a wintry snow party in a wintry wonderland in a place called Skyrim. I am your host, Tom or Robots, and I'm here as usual with my wonderful co-host, the Lotus of the Doom. Welcome back. Hello. Buddy. Hello. 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 How's it going? Uh, things are pretty good. Things are pretty good. I've uh, had a busy week, but I've managed to get in some Skyrim time, which I have very much enjoyed. I, it was just kind of a game dump all of a sudden because we got an ESO expansion for console. We got Skyrim 10th anniversary came out and then Halo dropped. It was like, I, I don't have enough time for this. <laughs> what what is year happening? is it? What year is it? We're all playing Halo again and Skyrim again. Right. It's like, oh, oh my God. God, we're going back in time. Uh, yep. Yeah. Oh, man. I, yeah, I played some Halo. I was terrible at it until I played enough to figure out what the guns do and how the maps are laid out. And then there's all a of a sudden lot I got, of guns I don't understand. Yeah. Then all of a sudden I got, I got better. I got better yeah. at it. It was amazing. And then, um, yeah, I have had a little bit of time this week to play some Skyrim. You know, my brain decided to attack me again, but I'm, be- I'm better enough to do the podcast tonight. So all's looking well. I've also had some time to spend some time playing around with some mods, which has been super fun some of the mods don't work because of the uh, script extender being semi-broken they're still working on it yeah it's in beta correct it's in beta sort of yeah sort of some of the stuff works and i've played with it but i did put out a video on the robots radio youtube channel about some of the best mods that have come out in the last week so if you're interested in that go check that out um I, i pulled out i went through the list on the nexus mods page and pulled out all the mods that don't rely on any other mods and also don't rely on the script extender in order to run and just went through all of the mods and just was like okay what mods are out there and which ones actually look good and are new and showed everybody hey this is what's available including the final mod on my video which is probably my mod of the week mud crabs are beavis and tape they all right mud crabs uh, are they, they've replaced all the sounds that mud crabs make with beavis from beavis and butthead all right i mean i support this which is uh, by far the wackiest one that came out this week um but there's also some better ones like you know glowy lanterns that you can wear and you know some uh some other upgrades including swapping out the music from the game with the orchestra music from the london symphony that's pretty cool yeah so there's some there's some cool stuff out there so if you guys want to go check that out you can see what some of the new mods are that i recommend that's up on the robots radio youtube channel and uh otherwise you know i've I've been missing out on some of my morning streams because of you know my migraines and my brain attacking me but i'm looking forward to getting back to that this week as well but 
for this episode right now, we've got the rest of the main quest line to discuss because we left off on a blade in the dark and we are up to the eighth quest in the main quest line, Diplomatic Immunity. Do you remember this one, Lotus? Um, Diplomatic Immunity. I don't off the top of my head. Well, here, let me, oh, wait, let me give you a primer the, on this one. This uh, one yeah. is one of the most unique quests in the main quest line because you go to Delphine, the blade, the former blade, and she says, hey, buddy, I think the Thalmor have something to do with this because those Thalmor, I don't trust them. They're hunting us blades down and they probably have something to do with bringing these dragons back. They're having a party. We better infiltrate the party and see if we can find out what's going on. Yeah. And this now now it's like, yep, I definitely do remember this because this was actually a really unique quest in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, this this quest plays out way more like a Dark Brotherhood quest or a Thieves Guild quest because they take away all of your items they give you some party clothes. And I remember by the time I played this quest, I was like super powerful. I had a bunch of awesome gear. I could sneak around. I could I could take on anything and they reduce you to like, nope, all those cool <laughs> items you have, all that awesome nope. gear, all that item, all that like armor. Nope, no good. Here's some party clothes. You know, here's an yep. invitation. Go up to the front door, walk in, which I specifically remember that because I can't stand when games do that to me. It drives me nuts. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, uh, uh, brief tangent, but like Bethesda related, uh, dead money, I believe it was called in mm-hmm. uh, Fallout New Vegas. That entire expansion, they strip you of your stuff. Yeah. And it made me so mad. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I yeah. don't like earning stuff and then having it taken away. It just yeah. makes me want to smash uncontrollably. So then I need to get my stuff back so I can smash uncontrollably. It's it's a horrible catch 22. Right. Yeah. That's considered one of the most difficult uh, expansions, too, because of that, because you could be yeah. very high level and all of a sudden all your stuff's gone. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you end up on this quest and there's multiple ways to play through this. You can go sneaky through it. You can talk to everybody at the party. There's a lot of who's who at the party. We're not going to go through all the details, but it's very interesting because there's a bunch of Thalmor. And of course, this they're very snooty and they talk down to you about everything unless you show up as an Altmer. And if you pick up some Thalmor robes, then they treat you very differently. Um, but there are are some who's who among the elite of Skyrim at this party as well. And depending on the things that you've already done in the game up to this point, those individuals will change out. So which I love that little I, it's such a small flavor thing, yeah. but it's so cool that the, the that the game does that. ESO actually has several things when you're building armies that that happens. Like certain people will be there or not be there, depending upon if you've worked with them already and stuff like that. So it's like the series kind of is known for that. I, I love that just because it makes your playthrough a little more unique. Right, right. So you meet this uh, wood elf guy, Malburn, and he gets involved with this as well. He's helping you through this this event. And um, you end up sneaking around trying to find out, okay, what, what do the Thalmor have going on here? Do they have something to do with these dragons? You come to find out, they also are investigating what's going on with the dragons, and they don't know what's going on. But they have some other secret, and the secret that they are holding on to is that they have a prisoner down in the dungeon underneath this manor. Do you remember, do you remember finding this out? Uh, yeah. 
because this is um, as kind of your, I don't know. This is from what I remember the first kind of like real in-depth dive you get with some of the Thalmor themselves, other than just they exist type of deal. Mm -hmm. And it sort of relates kind of their, what's a good word for it? Tyranny, some of their nefarious military tactics that they've got going on kind of comes to light with this party in general. How dark, how dark they are, the the lengths they'll go to. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you got to do some sketchy stuff to, you know, do something good in the long run. But being that in general, it was like you get a bad vibe from them and it just really kind of solidifies at this party. Right. So the, the guy downstairs that they are torturing is Etienne rarness rarness i don't know if i'm pronouncing his name correctly r-a-r try to help you with the pronunciation of that good (laughs) job you did it (laughs) r-a-r-n-i-s he's a breton rogue and he um they're basically trying to get information from him about an old man Mm -hmm. where is this nameless old man and they're trying to find out where is this old man well turns out this old man is another blade who has survived them scouring the countryside trying to kill all of the blades and it turns out that there's one more left alive and so after going through all of this freeing him and there's multiple ways you can actually go through all of this this quest and actually get down there and save him you can just run through and kill everybody you can sneak yeah. around and, and save him there's you can pretend to be one of the thalmor actually there's lots of different ways you can do this and once you get done with this you go back to um Delphine and you explain to her, hey, this is what I found out. They don't know much about the dragons, but looks like there's this other blade guy around. And she's like, what? Another blade? I thought they killed all the other blades. And so that leads to the next quest. And the next quest is called a cornered rat. So you're led to Esburn. Do you remember who Esburn is? Yes. Esburn is your, well, you'll specifically, I was going to say he, he's your contact, but the, the, crazy guy in the rat way yes it's called the rat way right that that's right. The, the not getting to the thieves guild but the crappy sewer system under rifton on the yeah. way to yeah yes yeah so, so you head to rifton you go through the thieves guild if you've done the thieves guild stuff they're familiar with you if you haven't you get to meet them you find out that there's this crazy guy down under the the rat way Esburn is down there and Esburn has been is has been hiding out. He was a blade and he's this old dude and he's got some information. So that happens. You meet him. He seems kind of crazy. He's, he's got this door with this little slidey window. Do you remember this little slidey window? And you talk to him yep. and he's like, hold on one minute. I have to take care of something. <laughs> Closes the window. Right. And he goes rummages around. And he finally lets you in. Well, you take him him back to everybody. And it turns out that he says, hey, I've got some information about a prophecy. There's a thing called Alduin's wall where there's a prophecy. And so yep. that leads to the next step. And you go on the next quest, which is called Alduin's wall. So one quick thing before we tackle Alduin's wall, this mm-hmm. is just, it's related, but kind of like just, uh, so Esburn as is kind of not lore breaking, but fourth wall breaking as opposed to us discussing the game. Um, one of the big things that I just think is worth mentioning because the voice actor who voices Esburn is awesome. Um, yeah. And the voice actor himself is Max von Sydow, I believe is how you say it. Um, but he actually uh, passed away 
in 2020. So like there were a whole bunch of tribute things to him. And it was just, uh, I, I wanted to shout that guy out because he is such a good voice actor. Like he will sorely be missed uh, that he can't voice anything past Esburn. Cause like Esburn is such a memorable character voice wise because of his work. So like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just one of those things. I, I ended up finding other stuff that he had done as a result of actually being curious before who voiced Esburn. <laughs> so yeah, well, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Great, great character. So it was like, yeah, just wanted to shout out the, the actor who, who did pass away last year, but super, super good voice actor. Right. Well, that's cool. That's yeah. Um, so this next part, you head over to find Alduin's wall. So you re- reunite the blades. Yep. They talk about where you need to go. You head over to Karthspire, to Karthspire camp where you come across the Forsworn potentially a uh, Hargraven or Hagraven as well. And um, you have to fight through them. This could be particularly difficult, potentially. You get through them. You find some pillars, some pillars that mean dragonborn with symbols on them. Yep. Um, Of course, there's some traps and things. You find your way through. And what's interesting here is that there's even um, a section here that has uh, something to do with the Akaviri, which... uh, I don't know. I, I think that's it's kind of this interesting thing because you're going to um, Skyhaven Temple and right. you're, you're finding these Akaviri ruins, which is interesting because everything ties together with all the different histories. And in the second era, we know that the Akaviri invaded at the beginning of the second era, era and then were kind of repelled. They were. But then also you have the Akaviri influence to the blades themselves mm-hmm. um, as, as most of what the blades wear is modified Akaviri armor. So th- right. there's also that longstanding tie in um, of the blades, you know, kind of being dragon slayers, but also having Akaviri origins or right. not even necessarily that they were, you know, Akaviri necessarily, but there's definitely influence there. So. Right. So it's interesting. So th- this part comes directly from the UESP wiki. So uh, so Skyhaven Temple uh, in the section about this in the in the wiki, it says heading up to the stone steps on the right, you'll be confronted with a trio of three sided pillars, each side inscribed with a symbol. According to Espern, they are of Akaviri origin, but the one that matters most to you is the symbol meeting Dragonborn. This symbol resembles two dragon heads facing each other and an arrow pointing down. Activate all three pillars until this symbol is facing you. This will lower the bridge to your left, allowing you and the blades to continue. This is it's interesting because this these symbols and Espern understanding the Akaviri origin of this is actually very interesting. And yet there's still the dragonborn meaning this combination of Akaviri sim- symbolism with Nordic, uh, ancient Nordic mythology, like all coming mm-hmm. together is kind of this weird mix. Yeah. And I didn't understand all of that originally when I played through that because this, because that was, this was 10 years ago when I first played right. through it, which is kind of, kind of cool. Um, so, of course, you get down here, you get to the uh, the Alduin's wall, which another fun, fun point to note, um, Nate Perkypile, who uh, is or was the lead, uh, one of the lead artists over at uh, lead design and, and artists and one of the lead light guys. And he did a lot of different things over at Bethesda. And he was there for 14 years when he worked at Bethesda during Skyrim. One of the projects he worked on was designing 
Alduin's wall, he took the actual artwork and the stuff that is um, that was a uh, originally like the the design work, like the what's the word for it when people do artwork and and before it goes in the game, the uh, like the outline, cons- the concept, concept art, yeah, the concept yeah, yeah. art, and then he turned it into the like actual stuff that is in the game, which was really cool. So, yeah, yeah, I love some of the art stuff uh, to these games. Uh, abstract fact. Um, Jonah Loeb, um, another one of the lead artists, actually, uh, who I had the pleasure of having several different conversations with uh, via Twitter and everything like that. Very cool bits of things like giants are based on actually his father. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's the art design for for the facial construction, and then he just kind of like modified it so that it looked different. And uh, if I remember correctly, I can't remember if it's dragon or carved Nordic. That if you actually look at the dragon script, it's hit, it's his signature. That's oh, what that's, it actually says in, cool. in Dragon. Yeah, he like signed himself into the art. It, it's just, I, I think it might have been carved Nordic, but it, it, whatever the case, it really, really cool that it, it's just like, oh, there's all these little like tidbits to the art that's just like there. And it's like, oh, you've got, this is based on concept art. This is based on somebody's father. Like, it's so cool what makes up the game that we actually all realize is just this fantasy world. Yeah, yeah. So getting to Alduin's Wall, they read the inscriptions. They find out that Alduin was uh, able to be fought with a shout that was used against him. And this leads them to understand that they need to go back to the Greybeards and visit the Greybeards. And you leave the two blades who basically at this location who are like enamored with, every, with everything there. And you head off to go visit the, the Greybeards. Yeah. And that's where this part of the adventure ends for them. I guess I don't remember. Yeah. Do you come across them again later? Uh, I mean, I know they kind of chill up at the temple. So like it seems to be like the last place you see them. Yeah. I, I mean, recall. you can go back and visit them at the temple, but I don't remember them specifically leaving the temple area. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I, I always yeah. remember when I bumped back into them that they're chilling over there and they don't like it. If you make a certain decision at the end of the game, <laughs> which we'll right. get into it at right. the end. Right. So, yeah, so that's that's where you end up with that. And then you decide, OK, well, got to go, got to go back to the blades. And now is a good time for us to go thank our patrons. So we'll be right back. The skies are marked with numberless sparks, each a fire and every one a sign. Hey, Simone. Yes, Chad. What would you say is your favorite bad movie? Oh, where would I start? But probably at Zombie Strippers. Oh yeah, which we've actually done on our podcast, Fresh Tomatoes, the movie podcast. This is a podcast where we take some of the worst movies ever created, and even some of those movies that you might have thought were brilliant, but still got a bad critic score, and we say nice things about them, because you know what? Someone put the effort in, so we're gonna be there fighting in their corner. Absolutely, Chad. Even if the movie was total garbage, there are some makeup artists that gave it their all, and we're here to recognize that. Exactly. And with really fun themes every week, such as National Treasure Week, Weddings Week, uh, movies with Jeremy Irons and dragons in them, how could you go wrong by joining us every Tuesday and Thursday for some optimism in your life? And like we say at the end of every episode, we love you and there's nothing you can do about it. We love you and there's nothing you can do about it. Goodbye. 
This is the part of the show where we get to thank all 54 of our patrons. You guys are amazing. Thank you to every single one of you for helping to support the show and to make this keep on going and be a thing that can happen every week. I very, very much appreciate all of you. And a special thanks to Daniel O'Sullivan and Noodle Al Dente, our Daedric Princes. You guys get shout outs every week because you are our tier five patrons. And I can't say thank you enough. You guys are amazing. We have just a few weeks left or just one more week left. Um, but next week is Thanksgiving. So we're going to have to come up with a different day in order to do our patron episode lotus next week is thanksgiving so we can't really do a yeah, patron episode on thanksgiving that's gonna be weird so maybe we should push it off to friday night it's friday night i think i could probably manage you? that i was gonna say I, I don't see any reason off the top of my head why that wouldn't work so we might just do it a day late i'd be fine with that just yeah. so we don't have to miss it type of deal yeah yeah i'd, I'd hate to miss it and i think yeah. a lot of a lot of our patrons not all of our patrons are necessarily american based but a lot of them are so why don't we do that we'll push next week's episode to the 26th at 9 p.m it'll, it'll be a friday night 9 p.m eastern so that'll yeah. be 6 p.m pacific and if you can join us then that would be amazing Think about what you guys want to talk about. I think it would be awesome to reminisce about the first time we played Skyrim, some of our first impressions about the game. So this is a big 10 year anniversary Skyrim celebration. That would be a fun topic. Um, if you guys have any other topic ideas, feel free to let me know and you know share some ideas on the Discord. And um, also, if you have if you've enjoyed the show and you've thought about supporting, you know, this show, then we've done anything to help you get through your workday or your drive to work or your workout or the time that you spent contemplating how to avoid awkward conversations during Thanksgiving, <laughs> then go to patreon.com slash Elder Scrolls Lorecast and check out all the different tiers that you can support us at and all the different things that you can get, like ad free episodes and getting episodes early and joining us on future episodes of the show and even getting merch, which is going out very, very soon to so many of you guys who help support the show. So go check that out. And thanks again to all of our patrons. You guys are amazing. Yes, yes, you're entirely brilliant. Conquering madness and all that. Blah, 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 blah. So, here we are. Here we are. Here we are. And as we uh, leave, you know, uh, the temple, one of the things that I actually thought was kind of neat, um, so, so I, again, it's always rough to do uh, video to audio things, so apologies mm -hmm. as the description will exist. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> There is actually, uh, I don't, I, I assume there's probably some way to still get them, but I have this thing that I grabbed in the, in the break actually. And for a brief period of time, they actually put Alduin's wall on a fleece blanket. Oh, man. Um, and it is such a cool design when you get to actually look up at it. It's, it's oftentimes kind of crumpled up on the back uh, background of my streams or while we're here recording, mm -hmm. that's actually what it is next to the you know, Imperial dragon that I have as a light blocker for the back window, <laughs> the blanket next to it is actually Alduin's wall crumpled up. Oh, <laughs> is boots yeah. cuddle with it? Yes, she does. That's <laughs> generally why it's there. If she wants a blanket, I give her Alduin's wall. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> well, <laughs> well on with the adventure, uh, you leave Alduin's wall and the cuddle blanket and <laughs> it's such a cuddly wall it's, and, it's, it's a very adorable wall <laughs> and you head back over to visit uh, your old graybeard friends and yep. um up at uh skyhaven temple and they uh, they teach you a uh 
a new a new shout. You have to turn over the horn of Jorgen Vindkaller. Ah, good. Swedish chef has returned. Yeah, it's it's back. And uh, they give you the final word for unrelenting force. And um, you also get the uh, um, is it? This is where you get the uh, the rend or what? Is, which one is this? The um, uh, is this dragon rend? I think this is dragon rend. This is where you get dragon rend, right? Okay. Yes. Yeah. That, yes. That's that could be. Yep. This is where you get dragon rend. I get them in. Yeah. It could be dragon rend. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. This is where you get dragon rend, and then you also meet up with Parthenax here. Sure do. Yep. Good old Mario. Yes. Speaking of voice actors. It's- Yep. That is one of the best pieces of random trivia. Yes. Uh, anybody who doesn't know, the same voice actor does Mario's voice and also does Parthenax's voice, which is such a range. Such it, a wonderful range. Madness. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. So, um, yeah. So you talk to him and then you also like shoot him with fire breath. And you Rude. have kind of a discussion with him yeah of course but that's how dragons talk you just yell and it's true you dragon just conversation is yelling in battle like that's right. how they talk to each other yeah so that literally 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 in the dragon language yelling does solve everything so it, it literally does that, yeah, it like actually solves everything that is how it, it it works um you get dragon rend later is that is that how that works uh oh is it is this where you get the time travel one yeah you know, I, should, I probably should have uh, read over this a little bit better before I got to this point. Uh, it says, I don't uh, remember the exact. Uh, okay. You know, ultimately, he tells you that uh, the shout used to end. Oh, this is where you learn the shout is called Dragon Ren, but you don't get it yet. You don't get it yet. Right. You Thank only you, get Rob. the unrelenting force. Thank you, Rob the yes. Princess. That's Thank right. Thank you very much. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. See, I don't remember the order that you get things in. I wasn't browsing mm-hmm. through the entire, mm-hmm. like. Yep. 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 So perfect. There I didn't. You go. I didn't note that part particularly. I thought I would yep. remember it, and then I didn't. So thank you, Rob the Princess. Only we only do the best show notes here. At, of course, at, at the show. Um, so that part, that part's done. When you talk to Parth- Parthenax, Par- Party Snacks, Party Snacks. We get done talking to Party Snacks, and then you move on to a quest called that one. That one was called the Throat of the World, which I lo- man, I love that phrase. The That's throat. That's great phrase term the term title whatever you want to call it yeah so now you move on to elder knowledge and this is the one where you have to go find an elder scroll mm-hmm. and i love that i love the that the actual elder scrolls figure in to usually the main quest lines of so many of these games they do well they're usually really i mean i would hope i i yeah they but, didn't really exist in the first game very much but uh but the fact it, that like they're so dangerous to read and yet you still have to go get them and yeah then, you, you still gotta still gotta deal with them <laughs> and then st- like read them or like use them in some specific way yep i mean the game doesn't carry on after you've gone blind so <laughs> sure sure <laughs> once you save the world as a dragonborn nothing says you didn't suffer from blindness after this heroic adventure <laughs> yeah so right so um basically you're given an option here where you so if you choose to question arg i'm gonna mess up his name Arngir about obtaining an elder scrolls you, you scroll you'll find him inside high hrothgar gar will he be he'll be reading meditating or sleeping Arngir 
I should just do funny accents for all their names. Cover up the fact that I can't pronounce their names every time. Arngeir is more skeptical than Esbern about the necessity of learning the dragon wrench out. And when asked how one would find the, an elder scroll, he will vehemently protest such blasphemies are the calling of mages, not followers of the way. Oh God. I did pretty good on that one. Take your question to the college of Winterhold. So he sends an experience. <laughs> he, sen- he sends you over to the college of Winterhold, right? Yeah. So you um, go to the college of Winterhold, <laughs> but instead of going to him, you could visit Esbern. And if you choose to visit Esbern, you will find him outside Skyhaven Temple, where yep. he and Delphine can be seen staring into the horizon. Es- Esbern recalls a strange dream he once had about Alduin. After a story, Esbern will greet you as if he only just realized your presence. Ah, you're back. I hope you've made some progress on tracking down this shout. We need to defeat Alduin. That's gonna impression, that, right? That, 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 all right, yeah, that's spot you know on. What? Spot, spot on. Spot on, Esbern, right there. You then, know, I was talking about what a great voice actor he was. It's like. It's like he's still with us after that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and then he basically says, oh, yeah, go go to the College of Winterhold. And so you end up visiting our good buddy, Urag Groshub. 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 Yeah. The, the, old Groshub. Yeah. Good old, good old library guy. Yep. Our, our furry-faced library orc in the college. I love how aggressive he is about books. Oh, dude. Dude loves his books. Loves his books. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so basically he's like, hey, uh, yeah, you got to go get an Elder Scroll. That sounds like a, a, a crazy idea, but all right, I'll help you. <laughs> right. Side note, the Arcanium is such a cool library. Yes, absolutely. Just, just, I love the design of that place. It's not super huge, which I assume it would probably be much bigger if it was to scale instead of a video game, but it's just a really cool place. I love the Arcanium. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So... Yeah, so basically you can ask him a bunch of questions about the Elder Scrolls, which he replies to you like you're an idiot and tries yeah. to explain you things. And, and he's just like, fine, OK, good, I'll help you, whatever. To, to um, be fair, my character usually is an idiot. So, I mean, it's I'm talking yeah. appropriately. Right. So you go basically on this other series of quests and um, you start a concurrent quest called Discerning the Transmundane uh, by opening this book Septimus Cygnus. Mm-hmm. which starts this quest uh when you tell Ureg that cygnus's book is incomprehensible he explains that septimus cygnus is a specialist in elder scrolls lore but he has not been back to the college for some time he mentions that septimus cygnus uh, became obsessed with the dwemer and took off north to study the artifacts so now you're gonna go find that guy so basically these are like hey you go do this thing you now you gotta go do this thing yep. now you gotta go do this thing now, now you go, go track do down the next one so, yeah you track yep. down this guy he sends you off to this other place you find him he's at this dwemer structure you talk to that guy you go you go off to the dwemer, dwemer structure there's this expedition thing there's like just like this whole series of just like go here do this go here do this go here do yeah. this go here do this and then they're not exactly fetch quests but there's a lot of going from point a to point b right throughout this uh to progress you along right and so to skip ahead a little bit you end up visiting like a dwemer structures uh offland a lost expedition you go into a dwemer mechanism and then eventually you end up in Blackreach, and then ta-da you enter the tower of mzark and you find a room looking for some minor loot and then 
the smithing book skill, the armor's challenge, is located in the west-facing room. There's a bunch of other stuff in here, blah, 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 blah. And a journal with, um, where, where's the stuff here? Do, 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 do. Uh, the light of the knowledge through the machine rests in the cube. The echoes of the words Septimus Sigmus. The Dwemer found a loophole, as they always do, to focus the knowledge away and inside without harm. Place the lexicon into the contraption to focus the knowings into it. With these two tips in mind, head up to the last slope where you will find four buttons and a lexicon receptacle. Place the blank lexicon in a receptacle and watch the ceilings of the room open. It'll shining light onto the container beneath. This also activates the two buttons on the right. So all these mechanisms go clickety clickety clack, and then more I buttons say, open up. That's an incredibly convoluted way of saying that you now have a light puzzle. Right, like all of this stuff opens up, and then once you reach the floor, it opens up and reveals, ta-da, the legendary Elder Scroll. Yep. So basically this is just like a whole fetch questy series of things to get like this little mechanism to open up and there's a scroll inside. That was super that's, clear, wasn't it? That was a really good yeah, explanation. Yeah, no, that's well, and to be fair, the majority of that is you're reading the thing and then you're just it is. It's a light beam puzzle. They're in a million different games. It looks really cool with the the Dwemer contraption. It's kind of like the it's if you've played ESO at all, that the the clockwork sphere that things are in, like that yeah. type of um, they're, they're circles within circles of brass and it's got gems on them and those reflect the light. And that's what the puzzle itself kind of is, is you're reflecting stuff around. It's, it's kind of a neat little puzzle. Yeah. So, and then as a result, you get a cool ass um, elder scroll. Yeah. So you get, you get the elder scroll. And so as soon as you claim this elder scroll, this second, this next quest pops up Alduin's main. And this starts a quest where it sends you back to the throw of the world. And Parthenax, Party Snacks is waiting for you. Yep. So you go up the lift, you head back out of Blackreach, and um, you find yourself heading back up there. And you travel back to the throw of the world. And Party Snacks is very impressed with you. He says, oh, can, you, can you do a Party Snacks impression? I most certainly cannot. Uh, I can't either. You have it. Yeah, I was going to say, he's just super deep voice. I, don't, I, I have no idea. He's just, again, much better voice actor. I, I, uh, voice acting <laughs> is not one of my skills. The Elder Scroll, Tidkrith, Kalos. Time shudders at its touch. There is no question. You are doom-driven, Kogan Akatosh. The very bones of Earths are at your disposal. Go forth. Fulfill your destiny. Take the scroll of the Time Moon. Do not delay. Alduin will be coming. He cannot miss the signs. So this is where okay, you actually. I'm not going to lie that. All right. So I, in all earnest, maybe not Parthenax, but you definitely pulled off like, the ability to do it. Like, I could like see you being a low, dragon. Low like voice that, dragon you, guy. Yeah, okay, you, you could thanks. you could totally have pulled off like a different dragon. All right. Well, maybe maybe not. Maybe not party snacks, yeah. but like one of the ones they pull out of a mound. Okay, well, thanks. Yeah, so you actually <laughs> open up the scroll here, and you see, like, the crazy lines and stuff. And then you you don't go blind, because you're, like, the player. So right. that's cool. Yeah. You don't you don't get the knowledge crazies yet. You don't get the knowledge crazies, yeah. And then and then you see into the past with, uh, <laughs> you're, you're actually viewing the Marithic era, which is pretty freaking cool, because that's, like, yeah, a I long freaking that. time ago. Yeah, and you see uh, Hakon, One-Eye, Gormlaith, Goldenhilt, and a dragon, and they're fighting the dragon, 
and they're using this shout, dragon rend, to fight this dragon. And then you come back out of this vision, and you've now seen and heard dragon rend. Yep. So, I mean, it's the equivalent of you reading it off a wall and learning it. Now it's just like in, it, it's fused with you. So, same, same principle. Yeah, that's close enough. But I mean, yeah. you, got, you kind of experienced it first, second hand, second learn through osmosis, osmosis through vision, osmosis. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Beautiful. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Optic-mosis. Optic-mosis. <laughs> Optic-mosis. <laughs> Take yeah. that, Michael Kirk, right? I can make up things, too. Nemo sports. There you go. There you go. So, um, yeah. So, uh, directly after that, you arrive back at the present. Alduin will appear, and he starts yelling stuff. And uh, one of the things that he yells is, My belly is full of the souls of your fellow mortals, Dovakin. Die now and await the, your fate in Sovereign Guard. And then Party Snacks shows up, like, stands up to him and says, Lost Funt. He calls him a Funt. I, I don't even... That, that's, like, almost a swear. Almost? It's, like, almost it's like two swears, swear, but not... Mushed into one. Yeah. If you think it's about like it. when people yell Enwa at you, and I'm like, mm -hmm. Is that... Are, mm -hmm. yeah, it's, 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 you're, you're close to offending me. How, how dare you? Yeah. And then he says, You are <laughs> too late, school. Alduin. Dovakin, use Dragonrend. If you know it, he kind of puts you on the spot, right? <laughs> and then they start flying around and fighting, and then you have to use dragon rends, and then, um, and then Alduin gets kind of taunty and says, "Dovakin, you call yourself arrogant, mortal!" And then he yells dragon rends at you. I will feast on your soul in Sovereign Guard. You are no match for me, Jor. He calls you a Jor. Whoa, Parthenax is weak. I am strong. My time has come again. And then he says more dragon words. I have feasted on many greater than you. You will pay for your defiance. And then, and then uh, you rend him up good. Yeah, and then you rend him up real good. Yeah, you rend him up real, real good because you're way better than he is. Yeah, and then when, his, when you finally get him all the way down to no health, he says a bunch of, he says, Maze Mool, Duvakin, you have become strong, but I am Alduin, firstborn of Akatosh. Malagu, Malagi? Zok Lot, I cannot be slain here by you or anyone else. You cannot prevail against me. I will outlast you, mortal. And then he flies off. Yep. And he's like, Big talk from somebody who just left. Invincible boss mode. You can't yeah. kill me. And then, yeah, he just is like leaves. And then you're like, well, that sucks. Invincible <laughs> boss mode. What the heck is this? So, uh, you remember what happens after that? Um, after our epic battle, uh, where do we go after our epic battle? That was a better fight of the world. So that bumps us on to the next quest, the fallen, correct? The fallen. Yeah. 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 And that's what we need to, ah, yes. I was going to say, you got to come so, up with a plan. What are yeah. We do? You got, you got, you got to get some information here because, yeah. um, there's got to be a way to take out Alduin. So you might as well go mess up one of his little buddies, uh, mm -hmm. and, Drill him for some information. All right. This is you get a little bit involved with the Civil War here, which has or hasn't played out at this point. You gotta yes. you gotta get some chatty chatty with some some uh you know powerful people. Right. And you gotta get some permission here to use a uh special dragon capture device. Mm-hmm. 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 And it turns out there's more of a reason to the name 
for uh what do you call it uh the name of the Th- dragon reach in um whitehold uh, white hold white run oh god I'm, I'm doing what you did last time <laughs> yeah, right? names. they all just kind of <laughs> mush together they, they really do. mushing them all together yeah um and it turns out that there's like more of a reason to that than at first you might have realized which is kind of neat because it's got an ancient dragon control well not controlling but it uh, it's like enslaving a, device it's like a dragon trap yeah yeah it's like a dragon built trap. inside the big of old dragon trap yep yeah so you get permission from the the arl uh and basically you set up a trap for um odavig odaving 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 yeah and a, uh, a super random his card art in elder scrolls legends is one of my favorites mm-hmm. it's He's a very cool dragon. Right. And he's not as problematic as some of the other dragons in this game after a while. (laughs) (laughs) A little more controllable. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. Right. Yeah, he does kind of turn on the boss. You like you capture him and you're like, tell me where tell me where Alduin went. And he's like, Fine, fine, all right, all right. Yeah, it's like, all right, cool, and I'll even take you there. It's like, what? All right. All right, right, right. All right. That was easier than I thought. (laughs) Yeah, so you get the info from him. You basically use use Dragon Ren to like capture him. You like lure him in, you you lock him down, and then you you can't get out, and then you basically convince him to tell you where he went. Because I, I mean he doesn't want to get his soul sucked out by the Dovakin. No, he he's not necessarily like cowardly, but he he turns real quick. He it knows, does not even require that much effort to get him to yeah. turn. He know, he knows he's not he's not winning this one. So yeah, yeah. So that that's done, and then um, you set Odavig Odaving. I want to say we say Odavig, but Odaving free. And this starts the next quest: the World Eaters Eerie. Now, yeah. an eerie is like the like the nest of a of an eagle, mm-hmm. which is of course interesting because they use eerie. I wonder if eerie is interchangeable for like a dragon's nest. I mean, that would make sense. It would make sense. Yeah, it totally fits. Right. So we're down to like the last few quests here. This is we are. This is it. So you've got to battle through Skuldafen Temple. <laughs> Did I say that right? Yeah. No that that pronunciation was spot on. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the accent's really what makes my <laughs> Perfect, perfect. Um, <laughs> uh, so you can't take any followers with you on, on these last two quests. They can't fight alongside with you. They cannot carry your burdens. <laughs> yeah. So fill them up with trash before you leave. Fill them with trash. Uh, and you can never come back here. So you need to take anything you want with you. And... Um, so you set out, you set Odaving free, and upon arrival at the Skuldafen Temple courtyard, you'll encounter two dragons and multiple Draugr, and then you can battle or sneak your way through, and then you get to the temple, and then you enter the temple area, and basically you fight your way through, you do some puzzles, you make your way through into there, and then you end up in a rocky platform, where you first enter Skuldafen and you have to fight a bunch of dragon or uh, Draugr and then a dragon priest named Nokrin. Nokrin. Not, not N-A-H-K-R-I-I-N. I'd say Nokrin, but I have no idea. Nokrin. Sure, no, I like it. Yep. Right. 
right you say it with enough accent nobody can really discern what you're saying which is which is cool because like you fight dragon priests all over the place but this guy like this is just like where this dude lives and he's in your path he's just chilling he's just like in your path main main quest line path yep dragon priest and he's got like a, a shocky staff so that's pretty yeah cool. and his driver minions that are mm-hmm. whatever right so you get through him and you kill him and you, of course you can take his mask and then dude's like dead dead dude is like dead dead and you remember where we go where we go now it's portal time you gotta actually go for your final epic battle yeah this quest is called Sovngarde because you go to Sovngarde they nailed it with the name of this one I really think that that name is a little misleading honestly <laughs> <laughs> oh man so you, you head into sovereign guard you go to the misty land of sovereign guard with where it's filled with nord warrior statues where all good nords go when they die because this is now where alduin decided to go because yeah, he went to nord heaven he just wanted to like chill out in nord heaven yep. and he's just like chilling there because he decided you can't kill him in Skyrim, so he's going to go to Nordheaven, where if you do kill him, he'll actually die. Seems like a safe place to be hit, just like hiding out. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I like the whole Sovereign Guard thing. It's, it's really neat that you get to somehow travel to the, basically the land of the dead for, for, for Nords, and then mm-hmm. you know obviously leave it unless you get killed in the game ends. Um, but I don't know. It seems like in a situation where you have all of the most heroic fighters who have have passed on it's a weird location to choose to hold up (laughs) yeah yeah it's a lot of potential threats of some of the best fighters that skyrim has to offer and the nordic race it's just like certainly a choice right well here's here's my theory on this alduin is devouring souls that seems to be what he's doing. He just threatened to that, devour your yep, soul, right? Yep. So where is he going to find more souls to devour than and in Sovereign Guard? Sure. And I guess on that theory, these would be, I guess, in soul currency, pretty valuable souls, I right. would assume. Right. So, um, he, so that he makes just, sense. I could see that. If he he's just going fought, in for snacks. Right. Yeah. He just fought the Dovahkin and wasn't defeated. Right. Like the Dovahkin couldn't kill him. Yes. And, and so he's feeling all versa. high and mighty, right? He couldn't beat the Dov- Dovahkin, but the Dovahkin couldn't defeat him either. Yeah. And he couldn't take the Dovahkin's soul. So he's going, well, I might as well go f- just eat a bunch of souls of people who are already dead. Right. And again, quality souls, it seems like, because they're yeah. already in Sovereign Guard. So they're the best of the best. Yep. Yep. So he heads out. He heads into that Sovereign Guard. I, I can see it. Yep. You follow him in and... um you encounter historical figures like High King Torvig or Torig, Torig and Svaknir. And then you guys just talk and stuff if you want, but he's Alduin's just like swooping around and stuff and you fight him. Yeah. And uh, the, you also the fog clearing and like you, you fight him in the mists and stuff like that. It's a pretty cool setting for the final showdown. Yeah. Yeah. It is pretty cool. It's a, it's a really cool looking location. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, inside this location, you're also greeted by Iskramor of the 
companions, which is also a really cool thing person to meet because he is like mythical status, heroic figure of lore. So also very cool. Again, didn't realize how cool that was when I first played through this. Sure. (laughs) So uh, you meet him. You also meet Gormlaith, Golden Hilt, Hack and One-Eye, Feldir the Old, and among other Famous people, uh, Jurgen Windcaller, Jurgen Windcaller, Olaf <laughs> Wenai. <laughs> I like how the old is a title, which yes. normally would like it's such a generic title. But when you think about it, and some of the jokes that we've made before uh, about how brutal like life is in the world of Tamriel and everything like that, honestly, getting the title of the old just means you have succeeded for a long time, which in and of itself is an accomplishment because people <laughs> life expectancy is a real fun. <laughs> down in this in this world (laughs) right do you think he was called the old while he lived or do you think he was only called the old after he died (laughs) i yeah i i assume that he might have gotten it toward the end of his lifespan Uh but he was maybe just called the forgettable until all of a sudden he got old enough that he upgraded his title (laughs) (laughs) the the young he was the young for a while he was the young he was the (laughs) middle-aged and he was the old the average life expectancy oh boy i did it (laughs) Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then uh, you also meet Ulfgar the unending <laughs> which is ironic being that he's in Sovereign Guard because he ended <laughs> yes I, very ironic although <laughs> Sovereign Guard is kind of unending I mean it, he he, he's unending in his new setting but his previous yeah. uh, unless maybe they gave him the title after <laughs> his previous cycle had ended maybe <laughs> um, so you meet with these guys the, the three heroes that you uh, met before and then yep. they decide to join shouts with you to clear the mist from sovereign guard right. and then very you, cool effect yeah then you uh, the quest ends with you running out to join them near the misty valley oh very pretty oh. <laughs> gonna get copyright struck i don't know what song that <laughs> oh, no. is but that's, we're from, gonna get that's from the little struck. mermaid that's the little mermaid song <laughs> oh yeah it is um, oh, disney will kill us <laughs> disney will murder me in my sleep and eat my children yep that sounds like disney <laughs> so the final final quest is called dragon slayer uh this is where you meet up with the heroes you leave the hall of valor cross the whalebone bridge how did they get a whale in sovereign guard i don't know what a whale does to make it to sovereign guard well, it's just his bones so i assume that that whale had a lot of calcium which made him better than other whales he was just a really good nordic whale yeah he was just a really good uh nordic whale also mm-hmm. uh, wow i actually never made this connection until just now and i have no idea if it's a connection that matters or means anything probably not but it's just something that i had never considered when you're playing through skyrim in um the elder scrolls online um you you, there's a side quest it is a super side quest as in like a trivial thing on the banks of a river like this is not important whatsoever Mm -hmm. but one of the uh one one of the people mentions something uh actually i think it was one of the things that linked to telling you about skyrim so it actually might have been right before skyrim uh hit elder scrolls online but either way there's a side quest where somebody there's a nord who's basically on a bunch of drugs uh, <laughs> talking about uh like sky whales and i wonder i wonder if this has any relation to there being some type of like i mean because there's the the whale symbol on the, that we've already discussed before and you know it's one at one of the um 
what do you call those things when Eidric you're doing the, symbols? the the nordic rune puzzles yeah 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 one, one of the symbols they is a whale so maybe this with is just Eidric like symbols usually right so mm-hmm. it's like maybe this is just like the high mucky muck whale like this yeah. one made it to skyrim or, maybe, or to sovereign guard i mean yeah maybe it was like the whale that was it, like one of the adra the whale the, the like, adra took that that whale as its form yeah and that was like or it like inhabited that whale at right. some and point this is the whale from those mm-hmm. you know nordic carvings that you there have you to go. solve the puzzle with it's it is this the whale. whale yeah 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 all right yeah Arrow so p whale <laughs> So what? Yeah. So uh, so they blow all the mist out of the way. You cross the whale bridge. You fight Alduin. You use Dragon Ren to force him to the ground where you can actually hit him. Um, but then you, you just basically just go all all ham on him. You throw yeah. fire at him. You hit him with all your magic or all your you know weapons or whatever you got. Yep. Right. And then after you strike the killing blow, Alduin wreathes in agony as his soul begins to vanish. Mm-hmm. Alduin thrashes on the ground as his soul leaves his corporeal form. As his essence drains away, a black tar-like skeleton is revealed underneath. His form continues to corrode, fading into wisps. And with a final thunderous spasm, Alduin is torn apart. Not even his skeleton remains in this afterlife. So, again, dead dead. Um, dead dead. And this is our heroic victory but at the same time as we've discussed in several different episodes did we screw stuff up by doing this (laughs) (laughs) yeah was this the victory that it should have been (laughs) maybe the world should have ended here like that was kind of his job like alduin was given this job by the god of time right um like yeah maybe maybe this like should have been how things ended and now we've like uh kind of made the world just keep on going in a way that it never was designed to yeah yeah like what happens big remains to be seen what happens when when you have something that's designed to be decommissioned and you keep on using it anyway. Right. Usually that doesn't work out so great. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm very curious where, where the series will go in relation to this. Like, did this cause... I mean, it seems like there might be some rippling problems as a result of this, but it's, mm-hmm. you know, we haven't progressed farther enough in the timeline to know for sure. So, right. I don't know. Is this Kelpa overreaching where it should be at this point because of what we did in Is Skyrim? Overripe. Ooh. Nobody likes an overripe fruit. Oof. Yeah, it draws maggots and it gets yeah, all gooey and, then, and starts to... Well... Unless it gets really ripe and then it turns into like wine. Oh. All right. So we got to just make <laughs> it through another. So we got to make it through the maggot version of the Kelpa yeah. to get to the booze version of the Kelpa. Yes. You got you to gotta put it in a special container and All then right. just keep it safe long enough until it ferments. And so we double then, down on it. Yes. You just got to right. keep it going. All right. And just All right. don't drink it for a while. All right. All right. 
Yeah, that's my theory. All right, so okay. um, the other some few few other things that happen here. Uh, Sun is here, T S U N, and he congratu- congratulates you and teaches you Call of Valor, which summons yep. a hero of Sovereign Guard. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. I, I like that, that was, accent. Again, seamless. It's like seamless. it's right out of the game. Right out of the game. Right um, out of the game. And then uh, there's a, you're greeted by a large number of dragons at the throat of the world, and they do this little chant where they say a bunch of dragon things, which I'm not going to read because, well, you guys, you guys know. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then we have the whole dilemma with Parthenax, where if right? you didn't kill, you, you had the, you could have killed Parthenax. And if you if you didn't kill party snacks, then he has a final conversation with you right. and expresses uh, hope to convince other dragons to join the way of the voice. Right. Before flying off. And we didn't go too much into it, but the reason you would kill Parthenax is because the blades are supposed to eliminate dragons. No exceptions. So, yeah, you could be a monster and kill parthenax because you're a monster um, the blades are or, good right yeah but then that's the problem it's like mm. that's the first i i i think the blades are really cool but that was actually back when i first played this i was like whoa 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 there's gonna mm-hmm. be some like not everything's black and white here there's some gray area and like what how is that helping if we just kill parthenax like that seems way too cut and dry because we're ended up at that point it's like you're cutting off your hand to spite your face and it's like well we don't need to there can be exceptions to the rule which there almost always are and with the blades in this situation there is none they're just like no you absolutely need to get rid of him he's a dragon like so yep 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 also odiving will commit uh, will ad- admit, not commit, but admit an uh, allegiance to you. Yes. So I you mean, can actually I mean, use the theme to c- call him. Uh, yes. He comes yeah, back yeah. and hangs out with you. He, he shows up. Yep. So that's so, a, that's a thing as well. He he's also yeah also useful. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the world moves on. The dragonborn runs around and uh, from this point in the game becomes you know the leader of everything in skyrim (laughs) yeah that's pretty much how it goes um and then you can kind of uh why i guess we should probably just touch on them the story does kind of continue on with uh the dragonborn expansion that's true Um, it's true it which that is further along the line it's it's not like a uh oh this could happen anywhere it's well i mean you could you could technically not have the campaign finished but you're still the dragonborn, right. but you actually encounter the first dragonborn, uh, with a Hermaeus Mora Morwin style, oh. uh, expansion. Uh, I'll give everyone a moment to be shocked that this is like up there with far Harbor is my favorite expansion in any video game ever. Cause oh it involves boy. Morrowind oh and boy. it involves Hermaeus Mora two well, things. We'll that, have to recap that on a future episode. Cause yeah, we'll need to do a full thing on that because yeah, that expansion is legitimately bigger than most games <laughs> yeah it's it's pretty cool there's some yeah. cool stuff that happens in it too yes yeah but yeah um i guess since that kind of draws an end to the main story why is it as there's so many we've, we've made 
points of bringing up the fact that it's kind of weird to just streamline these. Mm-hmm. Should we close with like, do you have like a, uh, a side quest or another guild or anything like that, that you are particularly fond of from Skyrim that, or anything that sticks out as like, Oh, I, I specifically love this, even though it wasn't part of the main story itself. Yeah. Um, I, there's a, I mean, there's a lot of good stuff in it in Skyrim. Um, I always go back to the thieves guild and the, the dark brotherhood stuff just because yep. of the nature of those quests. Yes. Um, I love some of the openness of the dark brotherhood quest line mm-hmm. too. Um, some of them, you, you can end that quest line several different times without actually completing it so to speak like there's Mm -hmm. that one has multiple ways to end that quest line at different points which is really cool i I liked it a lot um yeah yeah so i I can definitely agree with that i i I really like the uh dark brotherhood companions Um, are okay the mages guild is okay like that's uh, fine. Yeah. The mages guild. I definitely always find weird because you don't really need to be a competent mage to become the no. <laughs> arc mage, which is a kind of a running joke with the series. Um, Not at all. I, I always, I'm always a little bit disappointed that you don't learn more like high powerful magic through that quest line. So the one thing, and that's why actually I was going to mention the mages guild uh, specifically because I, one thing I do really like about the mages guild is if you can get your skill up to 100 and then talk to the correspondent, it's been so long since I've done this. So I could be getting some of the details of this a little off, but it's, mm-hmm. this is the ballpark of it. Um, but you can, when, when you're a master of the school of magicka that you're interested in, mm-hmm. for example, like conjuration or whatever, um, you can get like a permanent summon of like a flame atronach and stuff like that. Oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah. I, I forget the exact details of, of it. Cause it's been a long time since I'm actually going to be trying to redo it. Um, but it's, it's, it's pretty cool. You do have some ability to get some pretty whacked out, uh, super spells. If, if you're level 100, I think that's the requirement that you need is to be 100 uh. in the skill type. And then, I, I'd be, I think you might need to be the Archmage, but I'm not entirely sure if that that's a requirement and then you can find the corresponding trainer and they'll, they'll like give you a little something extra that you can learn. That's cool. Yeah. I, I yeah. usually don't play. I, I, well, I've tried to play mage playthroughs, but I rarely get that far into them. Yes. And I play obsessive compulsive on everything. So I just need <laughs> all of my skill trees to be at a hundred some of them legendary (laughs) (laughs) nice nice yeah well this is fun um so we'll be back next week and remember remember on friday night instead of thursday night so if you are a patron or you like to join us on the patron episode then make sure you remember that we will be doing it on friday night instead of thursday night and lotus do you have anything else going on you guys meeting this weekend for um, Tales of yes so i was gonna say we've got a tales of tamriel uh last weekend we had doc uh from the uesp as well as uh zero period productions uh both join and we had an even more extended Skyrim anniversary edition since both of them have very strong groundings in, in Skyrim. And uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. We got to reminisce about all that stuff, talk about some of our favorite things, how, what it, what it meant to us. And this week actually will be, I, well, I mean, by the time this comes out, it won't matter, but uh, 
for anybody at the live show, you get the very brief and I mean, really brief. Cause it's like literally 12 hours. Uh, this weekend we actually, uh, should be having a very special episode of tales barring anything going awry where Delta is gaming, uh, who has returned to elder scrolls online earlier this year is a big, big content creator, uh, way back from launch and actually one of the original hosts of tales of Tamriel seven years ago, uh, will be coming back on to discuss the returning and new player experience. So we're really excited for that because it has been, I want to say it's been at least five years since Deltia was actually on tales of Tamriel. So, and I certainly was not a host at that point. So this will be a lot of fun. That's a long time. It is a long time. And also for anybody interested, since we're still on Skyrim, um, several people have actually taken uh, to Extra Life to donate, to get entries. You have till December 1st for a chance to win the Metal Dragonstone that uh, I had mentioned. So if you, for every dollar donated to my Extra Life, um, just let me know that you're donating it, put your name or just give me some type of receipt confirmation so that I can tell it to you. And on the first, I will draw a winner. So, nice. yeah. Very cool. Well, good luck with that, everybody. Yeah. And um, we've had some very generous donations actually recently. So that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> yep. Thank you, everybody. It goes to a very good cause. Yeah, that's an awesome cause. Cause. And uh, let's see. You guys know where all my podcasts are. RobotsRadio.net. Uh, also, I just launched my book. I have a book called video game podcasting for anybody who's interested in getting into podcasting about video games and wants to know how to do it and how to do it well and also how to actually make a career out of it or at least you know make a little bit of money and, and make it a kind of a, a real thing um all my knowledge thrown into a book and that's available on robotsradio.net slash book if you want to go look that up uh it's for sale you're welcome to go check that out and i'm also cool, still cool. trying to stream in the mornings at <laughs> twitch or not when twitch your brain on, allows it <laughs> when my brain allows it on the, the robots radio youtube channel uh, but i'm also creating videos as well about the skyrim mods that are available so i'll be continuing doing that as well so if you're into skyrim want to look at some of the mods that are out i, I will be updating that regularly with some new videos so check out the channel and uh that's what i've got going on and we'll be back next week on friday so remember one day later than usual and if you're in the u.s have a wonderful thanksgiving have a good time with your families hope that works out well for for you guys if you're seeing families hope you stay safe and um until next time also stay safe in tamriel because you never know when dragons are just gonna pop out of nowhere and come back from time traveling or something so yeah Fusrada and all that all that all right guys see you guys later <laughs> thanks for hanging out bye everybody. bye everybody thanks for listening to the elder scrolls Lorecast. if you have something you'd like to contribute to the show please reach out to us at elder scrolls Lorecast at gmail.com or on twitter at eso Lorecast. i really appreciate you listening and i'd love to hear from you soon You've been listening to a Robots Radio Podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net. Oh.
Ahoy there, ye landlubbers. Avast, my name is Captain Logan, and I'll be your guide out on the Sea of Thieves. If you love the idea of stealing treasure, cutting down cursed skeletons, fighting off krakens, and raiding forts filled to the brim with shinies, then Sea of Thieves is the game for you. Join me each week as I dive into the news and bring back the nuggets of information that any sailor worth their weight in salt would desire. You don't have to be a pirate legend to gain access to my podcast. Just search for Keelhauled, a Sea of Thieves podcast in your podcast app of choice or head over to robotsradio.net or captainlogan.podbeam.com and get ready to set sail for adventure. Do you love the Mass Effect series? And are you looking to learn even more about Mass Effect? The things that you didn't even know that you didn't know? Well, this is your host, Tom, or Robots, and me and my co-host, N7Legend, do a show called the Mass Effect Lorecast. It is available on whatever podcatcher you're listening to this right now. We also do it live on twitch.tv slash robotsradio, 1030 Eastern, 730 Pacific on Sunday nights. So go look it up right now, the Mass Effect Lorecast. We'd love to have you join us. Once upon a time, 27 years after the bombs fell, there were two people, a vault dweller and a California girl. They met and sparks flew. That's when things got interesting. Once Upon a Wasteland is their story. Follow Elizabeth Kirby and Odessa Valdez as they pursue their happily ever after in the post-apocalyptic Appalachian wasteland of Fallout 76. Available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and many other podcasting platforms. Once Upon a Wasteland, a Fallout 76 love story. Available now.